thank you so much for being here and for tuning in in such a present and conscious way. I thank you for being here because you have truly tuned in to your life path and the reason that you came here onto this earth plane into this body. I'd like to offer you a story so that perhaps it will make the next meditation more powerful and poignant. I've been studying Hindu philosophy and Buddhism and quantum physics, science of the mind and body and spirituality for many, many years now. It always made sense to me that perhaps we are not living this one and only life, that perhaps reincarnation or something that happens beyond death makes a lot of sense. So it was no surprise to me really one day when my son, my youngest son of four, was four years old. And because in yoga philosophy I had heard and read about children or souls choosing their parents, it it always made sense to me that we choose our parents, we choose the life that we want to live. So because of this just general feeling that, that I've had, I was in the kitchen with my littlest son and I kneeled down and I just said, thank you for being my son. And without hesitation, he said, oh, mommy, I'm so glad I picked you and daddy. And when he said the word picked, all the hairs on the back of my neck rose. This was nothing I had ever said to him. I never had shared with my children that they chose me as their mother. These were not things or ideas that I had given to them, nor had anyone else given to them that they were that, that they were around. So when he said that, I immediately just was was covered in chills. And so I said, Oh, really? You you picked us. Can you can you tell me about that? Do you remember? And he said, oh, yes. And it was so miraculous because he himself then squatted down on the floor. We were right in the middle of the kitchen and he used his hands to show me as if he was a soul and spirit looking at all the people and he used his hands and spread them out all over the floor and he said there were all of these people and he was using his hands to like show all of the people that he was looking down upon at the time and then he pointed over to the right side and he said you and daddy were right there i said oh we were we were right there and he goes yeah right there and he kept pointing to the same place and at the time that he was conceived my marriage was beginning to deteriorate and I knew that 
we would be splitting apart at, at some point. And I had always wanted four children from a very young age. I planned out four children, and when our marriage started falling apart, we had three children, and uh, we were trying to decide. Well, we're unsure, you know, where things are going. Maybe, um, you know, birth control would be a good idea while we figure things out. And um, somehow, I miraculously got pregnant. I was already pregnant and started taking birth control for for two days and found out I was pregnant. Such incredible story. But anyway, to, to stay focused here, I knew when he was conceived, it was not a happy time for myself or his father. And I said, well, why did you, why did you choose us? Did, did we look, we, did we look happy? And he said, no. He said, and daddy was very mad. And there were some other personal situations going on that I prefer not to, to share here. But he proceeded to tell me what he saw and he knew what was going on before he was born. So he was telling me something that he had seen before he was born that had happened and it was very, very accurate. And so he said, well, wow. I said, well, if we didn't look very happy, why would you want us to be your parents? He said, I don't know. I just loved you. And that was pretty much, well, actually there was more because then I said, well, you know, do you remember like, you know, what happened after you chose us? And again, he was four years old, so not, you know, really versed in the words. And he pointed upwards to the sky and he said, I was way up there. And he said, there was a man with two faces and he said, he, he helped me. He, he had me and it was my time to go and he dropped me down to you. And that was really where the conversation ended because again, he was four, there wasn't, you know, he just, his attention span wasn't there and that was about what he could offer. So what was really interesting is that evening for some odd reason, the, the kids were all off doing things and I only had my oldest son home that night and he was about 10 years old at the time and we were making dinner just doing our evening as usual when I like got I just remembered the conversation with his littlest brother and I said oh my gosh I have to tell you what happened today. I had the craziest conversation with your littlest brother. And so I told him the story minus, you know, the relationship details. And I said, uh, what do you think of that? And, and he looked at me like plain as day, like, yeah, he's like, yeah, that's that's exactly how it goes. It's like, well, what do you mean? And he said, yeah, you, you get to look at all the lives and you get to choose your parents and which life you want. And then you you go and you're born. And I'm like, 
And he just looked at me like I should know this too, as if it was common knowledge. And I, and he said, don't you remember? And I said, no. <laughs> I said, I, I believe this. I read about this. I study about this. But I said, no, I don't have any memory of that. And I said, and it's very rare for people to have this memory and knowledge. And he said, oh. So then, of course, he and I started talking about this, and he is 10 years old, so we were able to have a very in-depth conversation. And it was absolutely beautiful. He spoke about what life or beingness is like in the space between lives. He really couldn't describe it at times. He would use the word heaven, He'd say it's, you know, like everything's just joy and love and, and wonderful. And somehow the conversation led us to a very, very old soul who had taken care of him in the, in the in-between space. And he said that this soul had taught him how to live, like the quality of life, and how to be happy. And then he said that this soul, that that we have life after life after life, we have so many lives, but nobody has infinite lives. We don't live forever. We at some point evolve into something else. And and he said that right before he came into this life, that that, that that very old soul had crossed over and when he said those words he started to cry and before I knew it he had both arms across and holding his belly and he was hunched over in his chair and he was rocking back and forth with tears falling out of his eyes and to this day, I've never seen my son cry such a profound grief. You would have thought that in person in this life, I had just said that his father had died or something like that. It was intense grief for this soul that had passed on. And to this day, he doesn't really care to bring him up or speak of him much because it makes him sad, but in, but in a really beautiful way. And so we just had really long conversations about the evolution of souls and how when it's your time to be born and you want to be born, it's, it's a choice that in his words, his descriptive words, he said, it's as if you walk into a room and there's a million paintings out in front of you and each painting you can see a life and you can see the future of that life and what you'll do and where you'll go in that life and you get to choose and it was so beautiful and I always when I tell this story in yoga teacher trainings I sometimes I share it sometimes I I don't for whatever reason but uh, sometimes I get a little choked up when I get to this part but he said, Mom, when, when someone is ready to come to earth, he said, it's a beautiful celebration. 
He said, everyone gathers around to watch. And he too said there was sort of a, a um, like a man with two faces or maybe a spirit guide. We, we don't really know who, who that is, but he said, yeah, he said, um, he just released my soul. And I floated down and I disintegrated into your body. And then I was born. And again, you know, life um, during those years wasn't so easy, you know, moving through a, a separation and, and splitting of, of um, you know, from his father. And uh, I was always a good mother, but I went through depression and anxiety as, as somebody would who, you know, has four children and is trying to rebuild their life. And I said, well, why, why did you choose me to be your mom? There's so many things, you know, you could have, you could have done or, or, or had. And, and he said, well, I saw where your life went. And he said, bad things happened. Mm-hmm. He said, and I knew that, that bad things would happen, but he said, everything that ever happened bad in our lives, I saw that all of those things would turn into something even better. But he said, and I wanted that. And so it was really powerful and um, there were some more, you know, details in there. We, we talked about souls and we talked about if he thinks there's a hell and he's like, no, no, I don't know. That, that doesn't really exist. He's like, you know, people like that, you know, they, they all have their role to play and when they go back to the spirit world, maybe they, they spend some time alone, but there's no, no hell and you know, none, none of that. So anyway, it was a very, very long and interesting conversation, but um, th- that kind of opened up my world even more because at the time I'm making this recording, that was about six years ago. So ever since then, I've been very interested in past life regression and psychic and mediumship work. And um, I did share the story that I just, just spoke to you with a teacher training and uh, some years ago a yoga student said I would like you to I'd, I'd like to recommend this book to you because it sounds very similar to you know the story you've just told of your of your son and it's funny I ordered the book right away and for whatever reason I didn't pick it up for some time and one day out of the blue I picked it up started reading it couldn't put it down so I'll share those links with you the reason I couldn't put those down is when it came to speaking about choosing your life, it was almost word for word what my son had said, where my son said, oh, it was like a, a million paintings. The, um, the book described it as a screening room and there's a whole bunch of screens where you can see each life and where it goes. So it was just un, not uncannily because you know it is, it is truth, it is what he experienced, but it was just so similar that I just knew it was, it was real and true. 
So anyway, I'll share these these books with you because there's two books. One is called Journey of Souls, and these books are by Michael Newton. The second one is Destiny of Souls by Michael Newton. And both of those books, those two books have transformed and changed my life more than any other other work or practices or studying because that knowingness of I chose every bit of this life and I wanted this helps me so much to move through challenges and adversity and when things um, seem like they're falling apart it just helps me to stay grounded and just to, to know that this is right and this is true and that I can just ease into this place of groundedness and peace regardless of any chaos that, that seems to be going on so thank you so much if you are still listening to this recording I cannot not again tell you how much I appreciate your time and your presence I hope that this helps you and opens up your world and connects you more to your soul's purpose and to you wanting to connect um, more psychically and spiritually to your spirit guides and and those that are in other planes of existence